0: It's Wake Up Wyoming with Glenn Woods
1: 606 to the time wake up Wyoming. my name is glenn woods thanks for joining me That's miss mary just reminded me it's, it's wednesday so over the hump we go halfway through let's do this
2: warning this show contains reference to guns liberty limited government low taxation the cult of climate change free thinking cigar smoking short people rubber chickens karen's bureaucracy liberal buzzwords Torons traffic toilets terrible jokes and more No apologies will be issued. Guest callers may express any opinion they want without fear of being canceled. Unless you're a loudmouth jerk like Dave, then Glenn will hang up on you. Strap in, hold on to your coffee, and feel free to participate.
1: Several stories on the Wake Up Wyoming website you might want to take a look at this morning, and I'm just going to start running down a whole list of them. In no particular order of importance, one of them. Legislators are disagreeing on how to address the pornography issues if the school boards in Wyoming won't. This goes back to what's happening in Natrona County. And in Natrona County, of course, it's those uh, books that have to do with alternate sexuality. And to me, we talked about it last week, a little bit this week. To me, and with a lot of other people, the problem is the graphic nature of the books is just over the top. So, Cowboys State Daily has another follow-up article on this. Thanks to Claire for writing this up. Local school board, she writes, should control the themes of materials available to students in Wyoming school libraries, but legislators will get involved if they have to, a state lawmaker said on Tuesday. So, as Representative Art Walsh, Republican Casper, told Cowboy State Daily that two sexually graphic books at the Kelly Walsh High School library should not be there, and again, it's not the, even the subject matter that they're talking about. It's the graphic nature of the book, and the schools should focus instead on fundamentals of education. He's a former police officer and educator, Casper College, who now serves on the Wyoming Legislative Joint Judiciary Committee, which oversees changes. Uh, well, oversees criminal law, basically. He expressed disapproval of the books, both of which survived a challenge September first and remain at the Kelly Walsh High School Library unless Natrona County School Boards considers an appeal against them. So Cowboy State Daily reviewed both of those books, and if you go to their website, you can take a look at the story that I'm reading from, but also they have links to the books themselves, which Claire, who wrote these stories for Cowboy State Daily, was good enough to buy the books and lay them out and take pictures of what's inside. And if you're thinking, yeah, I don't know if I want to do that. They're kind of graphic in nature. Well, they are. They really are. But so you know what you're talking about, you can go take a look. Quote, I can't imagine why any school board would want this type of material available in the school library. I don't see the value of it in terms of education. He noted there are no questions on the state's uniform public school tests about how many how to perform sex acts. So why is that included in the high school library? That's a great point. I hadn't thought about that. When you go to take your test to graduate from high school, there are no uniform public school tests anywhere that ask any questions about which sex acts to perform and how to perform them. So why is that in the library as curriculum? Is that something you learn there in school? Great point. And yet, he said... Making a statewide challenge isn't an ideal situation because local governments are closest to the communities they represent. Now, there's a sticky point because that's something we've always said and done here in the state of Wyoming. Our local governments are the ones who decide what's going to happen locally. It's, in other words, your school. So your school decides and you decide through your school. Which is part of the reason why when this appeal process for the book in the Trona County, we would have more parents arrive to object to it because we have had parents who are in favor of the books, but that's sort of blindsided the parents who are opposed to the book. So they're getting their group together, the opposition, to show up and go through the appeals process and we'll see what happens there. So if the controversy doesn't abate, legislators might get involved, said this state legislator, Mr. Washut. I'd expect that if the school board across the state don't address this type of an issue, there probably will be a push in the legislature to address the measure, he said. And then there's First Amendment concerns. So one lady, a representative, a Democrat, Laramie County, said, said Wyoming has large, diverse communities and various opinions about what is pornography and what is education. Okay. No, fine. So let's have this discussion. Perfect time to do it. She, who is a research scientist and serves on the Judiciary Committee with uh, Mr. Washut, the Republican, told Cowboy State Daily on Tuesday that she does not think the controversy over the books is an appropriate cause for law changes, If parents want to monitor what their children are reading and censor, that's their prerogative. But it's not their right to have that influence on other people's households. Pause for just a moment. Here's where I disagree with her. So it's not their right to have that influence on other people's households. But we're not talking about households. We're talking about what's in the school. She's right in the sense that, okay, so let's say there's a conservative household that has certain very conservative, even religious beliefs. No, they are not allowed to push those beliefs on the people living next door to them or anywhere in their neighborhood or their town. But that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about what's in the school library, not in what somebody else's household is. Parents may contact Kelly Walsh High School Library, the story says, and forbid their students from checking out the books. But now I wonder, and this was brought up before, but what prevents then a student going over to that section of the library and not checking out the book but reading it in the library. Parents recently went to a school board meeting saying the books are a poor use of public money. And the question what is pornography Casper residents clashed at school board meeting yet another story that was posted by Cowboy State Daily. And this representative Democrat of Laramie also disagrees with that argument. Some of the value of public education is what we're trying to educate on a broad base of people. And while somebody may hold views other people don't like, sometimes there are lessons to be learned about those things. Uh, Yeah, I understand what she's trying to say. Has she looked at the books? I really wonder if she would change her opinion if she actually looked at the books and took a look at the images that I looked at and that you can look at at in these articles here. Would she change her opinion about that? Because we're not talking about a discussion of sexuality. We're talking about very graphic images here and very graphic languages about uh, sex acts. And some people will say that that's not appropriate in a school. So, again, I completely disagree with her on this. Here's a good—this uh, is where way the article in Cowboy State Daily closes. And I had a chance last Saturday to talk to Claire, who writes these articles. I was in Cheyenne with her at Cowboy State Daily. And I told her she's doing a great job. Keep writing these. These are great articles with a lot of balance in them, too. It's not all just one-sided. But anyway— Promoting obscenity, she writes, is a misdemeanor in Wyoming punishable by up to a year in jail and six thousand dollars fines if the obscene materials are offered to minors, is potentially one thousand dollars in fines and a year in jail if the materials are offered to adults so obscene. This is the problem. Because it has been asked, well, if these are in the school, then why don't we just call the cops? If it's pornography and obscene, call the cops. Somebody needs to be arrested here. Okay, well, Claire writes, Obscene is a relative term in the law that uses, uh, well, you have to, the contemporary community standards have to be taken as a whole to decide what is obscene in the area, Uh, offensive. However, Wyoming exempts librarians, educators, and police from the statute uh, if well and and think about this um when it comes to deciding what's going to be in the book, everybody has a different idea of what obscene might be, so Wyoming exempts librarians, educators, and police from the statute if they're acting in the course of a bona fide activity, for example, police investigators often need to review child pornography as crime evidence. Okay, so the gentleman, Mr. Washout, who's a Republican in your Wyoming, I believe, house, hasn't yet an informed opinion on whether the exemption for librarians and educators should be revised to address the controversy. The Democrat I was talking about from Laramie said she would support efforts to repeal or weaken the exemption. Okay, and again, in reading what the Democrat had to say from Laramie, I'm thinking, once again, I don't really think she looked at the material. And just looking at her response here, I don't honestly think she looked at the material to say what she said in this Cowboy State article. 6.16 is the time. Wake up, Wyoming. 6.36 is the time. It's Wake Up, Wyoming. I'm still getting lots of comments here, and I don't blame you for it. Legislators are discussing what is considered to be pornography in our public schools, and not normally something that the Wyoming legislative body deals with. Because they leave it up to your local school board and other elected officials and appointed and so on to deal with things on the local level and they stay out of it. However, what's going on in Toronto County has some people upset because a couple of books that arrived in the high school library are very graphic. Which This is where I, again, took a look at it, and I'm glad Cowboy State Daily has been doing stories on it. If you go to the website, you'll see the books that I'm talking about. And they laid out, they opened up the books at Cowboys Day Daily and laid out the pictures and, and put them up so you can see the pictures, the language, and judge for yourself. So go ahead and judge for yourself so you know what you're talking about. But my thought was still very graphic nature. And I also wonder, when I look at books like this, what does this have to do with education in our public schools? For example, the gentleman, Rep. Representative Art Washout Republican Casper was interviewed by Cowboy State Daily, and he is of the same mindset that I am. Why are we teaching anything dealing with these subjects in school? Leave that up to the parents and and home and so on. School should be more for we're going to teach you how to read and how to write. We are going to teach you math, the math that you're actually going to need to know in real life. We're going to teach you that kind of math. Know, basic curriculum like that, not nothing to do with social engineering. And when it comes to different opinions on sex and sexuality and so on, different people are going to have different opinions on it, so leave that to the home. Not to something that is taught in school, because there's going to be different opinions on it. Guarantee you, if you took some, and I'm going to go to two different extremes. Take some hardcore conservative, again, very religious point of view, okay, and think if he, had, he, if he was in charge of the school, what would you be learning about sexuality if he were to teach sexuality in the school? All right, go hardcore left now. If they're in charge of the school, and apparently they want to be, this is what they're pushing for, what would they be teaching in the schools regarding sexuality? How about this as a thought? Let's do neither one in the school. The conservative family can teach their kid what they want. The liberal family can teach their kid what they want, keep it out of the public school. But that's another reason why you've heard me say before I would rather that with our school system, we didn't have one public school system, but we had vouchers, and you could go ahead and pick the school that you wanted to go to. There. With choice, you can go ahead and choose what kind of education you wanted your kid to have. So if that is a very liberal-minded activist education, go for it. If your opinion is opposite or different from that, then send your kid to that school. Because when we try to cram everybody into the same school, we're all going to learn the same thing here. Well, as as always, it doesn't matter what point of view we're coming from, there's always activists for whatever point of view that want to push their point of view on our kids in school. Which is where I agree with this representative, a Republican from Casper, that that's just not the place for that. Uh, how about we have more of a formal, generic education that just does not deal with these kinds of issues at all in the schoolyard or in the school, in the library? It's not a topic that's brought up. Now, there have been. And I've watched several videos on this. If you go to Project Veritas, uh, James O'Keefe of Project Veritas has spent about the last couple of years chasing down teachers at various schools around America. And these teachers are at different grade levels, high school, middle school, and so on. And they seem to think that their job is to go into public schools and socially engineer the kids. These people, on, on when they don't know that they're being recorded, they flat out say, right there on camera, that they are activists and they became teachers to teach the kids, to indoctrinate the kids. They flat out say it. Go to Project Veritas and watch, and he exposes these teachers and in some cases has been able to get them fired. Because that's not what the teachers is there for. If it's a math teacher, teach math. And don't do social engineering through math. Just teach math. There are some people, not all teachers, but there are some teachers who seem to think that social engineering is, there, is, is what they are there to do. And they hate the fact that the parents get involved, if you can believe I'm actually saying that. But again, I've watched a series of videos where teachers on hidden camera were flat out saying that. They hate the fact that these parents are teaching their kids something different than what they teach their kids in school. And again, that's not what these teachers were hired for, but they don't seem to get that. 642, Wake Up Wyoming. 648's the time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. Off we go to the... Box where Frank Gambino is waiting by. Okay, now you're gonna have to get me up to speed on here. Okay. A lot of people know about details who are into sports, but uh, Aaron Judge.
3: Aaron Judge. Yeah. He uh, he's he would a 60 second home run last night against the Texas Rangers. Yeah. In down in Arlington, and the place just went wild. Uh, so he he broke Roger Maris's record that stood uh, 61 years ago. He bro- he he yeah. set that record. Part of this whole thing that I believe that uh, Aaron Judge seems to be on the clean side of this whole thing okay. because the people who have hit home runs in major numbers, like Barry Bonds, uh, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, were all performance enhancing drug guys. Oh,
1: okay. All of
3: them. Ev- evidently, Aaron Judge is not. He's done this okay. clean as a whistle because sometimes in athletics, well, a lot of times, when you do amazing things, people start asking
4: hmm
1: how is he doing
3: that well how is he doing that okay. and i guess he's above board and the whole way we should hope so
1: so now with the other guys who were caught doing performance enhancing, did it was a record cleared of well
3: they haven't really done that you know okay they, they haven't eliminated any records you know and and nor have they put any like asterisks by it right. the rest of us put asterisks by it okay <laughs> all right yeah. yeah so now it is this
1: one of these cases where it looks like somebody's just on a roll? I mean, how long can he keep this up?
3: Well, he he's been good for a while. I mean, okay. not but at, but at this level, it's beyond anything. Okay, you know. And then the Yankees going to go to the playoffs. And I looked up his salary. You know, he's he's making just like nineteen million a year. Okay, which he'll probably double that. Oh yeah. Made like seriously like like thirty six thirty seven thirty eight million dollars. I mean, okay. uh, he, he could he could end up being if he you know they with with this new is he signed a one year arbitration deal. Mm-hmm. If they re sign him to a long year contract like eight nine ten years, he may be the highest paid b- player in baseball.
1: Okay, so now did he achieve this just by slowly racking up? Over time, he, he was always a home run hitter. Always, okay, he, he was a
3: home run. A matter of fact, uh, he was a home run hitter when he went in college. at, okay. at Fresno
1: State. Well, see, I ask that because sometimes people, you know, they do good, and then all of a sudden they hit some groove that lasts for a while, and then it goes away. But it sounds like you're saying he's consistently like that.
3: Yeah, I mean not. I mean not 62 home runs consistent, but right. certainly a power hitter type okay. guy. Yeah, I. It, you know, really. I'm not surprised. Not surprised at all. High school football. Our latest Wirepreps poll is out in 4A. Sheridan is now number one after their win over Cheyenne East last week. So East falls to number two. Natrona 3, Cheyenne Central fourth, Under Basin 5. Cody is still number one in 3A and will be at number two Star Valley on Friday. Douglas 3rd, Buffalo 4th, and Jackson 5th. Lovell is still number one in 2A followed by Tongue River, Lyman, Bighorn, and Cokeville. And 1A 9-man Pine Bluffs remains number one followed by Shoshone, Wind River, Lingle, and Big Piney. Little Snake River is number one and won a six-man still. Dubois two, Burlington three, and Cammon four, and KC five. College football, the Wyoming Cowboys hit the road for Albuquerque to take on New Mexico on Saturday night. The Pokes are three up and three down overall, and one and one in Mountain West Conference play after a disappointing loss to San Jose State on Saturday, 33-16. So it goes without saying that the passing game needs to get a whole lot better. The offensive line needs to take a step up, as well as the defensive secondary. New Mexico is two and three overall, oh and two in Mountain West play with losses to Boise State and UNLV, but last couple of years, um, New Mexico has had Wyoming's number, and they've been heavy underdogs in both games and won both of those games. Now, Wyoming is favored by three and a half points on Saturday. There'll be a 5 p.m. kickoff on Saturday night. We'll have that for you on K2 Radio in Casper and KOWB in Laramie. In the NFL, the Denver Broncos play at home on Thursday night against Indianapolis. The Broncos are 2-2 and after a 32-23 loss to Las Vegas their last time out, and injuries really have had some serious implications for this team. Outside linebacker Randy Gregory, out two to six weeks with a knee injury. Running back Javante Williams, out for the season with an ACL and LCL tear in his knee. He was the team's leading rusher and for quarterback russell wilson that whole deal was a drag
5: definitely devastating for him you know but a guy that uh, is going to come back stronger a guy that you know works his butt off every day um you know just it's, it's the name of the game man. this game uh, some freak things happen and i think a lot of times you know as fans, fans don't understand how much, you know, maybe or, or people or just even, you know, outside look, look, you know, people looking in. It's, you know, how much time a guy spends to just try to be great as much as he has. I mean, I
3: in Indianapolis will come into Thursday's game with a record of one, two and one. That's it in sports.
1: So this uh, guy is up to 62 now, you said
3: yeah, he's, so... and they'll probably sit him now. Yeah. You know uh the playoffs will start next week. Okay. Uh, matter of fact he only hit one more he only batted one more time after that. Oh, he struck down, okay. and so you know what dude, you're done. <laughs> we need you for bigger things. Oh, okay.
1: Later. Can give him a rest, let him come in later like that. Yeah. My thought is so he's got a while left in his career then. Oh,
3: he's, yeah, he's a young okay. guy. He's, he's going to make bank.
1: So he can really even break this record. I mean, just keep going. He can. And he's he, going to So he's already a ball, baseball Hall of Famer. Uh, I mean, he's got to be at this point. Uh, no. I know well, they haven't
3: put him in the Hall
1: of Fame, well, but he's his, going to be.
3: His bat will be in the Hall of Fame.
1: Oh, okay. I, well, by the way, the baseballs that he's hitting apparently are worth millions.
3: Oh, yeah. There's some guy from Dallas who caught the ball, evidently, yeah. and th- somebody asked him, what are you going to do? He goes, I don't know. I don't know. You know yeah. He's going to wait and find out how much yeah, let, it's let, worth. Let, and let you know what he bids, should do? Yeah. Why don't you just
1: give it to Aaron Judge? Right. How about get him to sign it, then put it up? Now how much is, is it worth? Well, yeah. All right. Thank you, Frank. Coming up on some local business, we have to take care. We're going to roll into news time after that. National local update on the weather forecast. Let's wake up Wyoming. 7.06 is the time. It's wake up Wyoming. My name is Glenn Woods. It is a Wednesday, so over the hump we go. If you were just listening to the news top of the hour, Apparently, OK, OPEC and other Middle Eastern countries out there are going to be cutting back on how much oil they've been sending. And, of course, there's damaged refineries and so on in the south because of the hurricane there. Gas prices will be heading up. They already are, but they're going to be heading up again quite a bit more. Ladies and gentlemen, the president of the United States. You want to know why prices are so high? Is because you're a dumbass. <laughs> So we could have much lower prices anyway if we had continued with energy independence. Yeah, if we just continued on doing what we're doing, what other countries do or even what a hurricane does wouldn't really matter as much. Okay, so here's a headline for you. Vice Chair of the Treasury Department's new Racial Equality Committee wants to defund the police.
0: Hyundai Kona
1: and center race in all policy. Let's do that again because first of all, what does one have to do with the other is what I wanna know. This is the vice uh, vice chairman of the treasury department. So treasury department should just be worried with money, the treasury, right? But this is the (laughs) racial equality committee. Why do we have a racial equality committee in the treasury department? Why don't we just worry about the treasury? Here again, they have to insert this in every little thing that we do here. The story says vice chair of the Treasury Department's newly announced racial equality committee wants to defund the police and put racial justice at the center of all government policy making. The Treasury Secretary, Janet Yellen, on Tuesday announced the formation of a 25-member committee called the Treasury Advisory Committee on Racial Equity which will identify, monitor, and review aspects of domestic policy on the economy that have directly and indirectly resulted in unfavorable conditions for communities of color, according to a press release. In the last iteration of the Biden administration's inclusion of capitalism, critics in the federal government, Felicia Wong, for example, president and CEO of the Roosevelt Institute, announced to serve as the Racial Equality Committee's vice chair. Now, Wong is a former executive at the Democracy Alliance, a network of liberal mega donors. So if you're wondering how she got the job, liberal megadonor, funded in part by the billionaire George Soros. Oh, hang on a second. I... I have been finding out that this particular sound effect works for so many people in so many different ways. So, well, I... And, and maybe because of the name that I just mentioned, I might need to go a bit bigger on the sound effects. But, okay. I had mentioned George Soros. There's that sound effect for him. Or if I mentioned George Soros... We go, like, nuclear on the thing. Okay. up. Uh, yeah. You um, could always go that route. Or, let me see, I had done this in the past. Let me see. There's Aha. For George Soros, I had chosen this one. <laughs> That's the Emperor's Laugh from Star Wars. Hmm. I think that's probably the one I really have to stick with. So let me go back and read that again and put this in context with here. Wong, this woman here, former Democrat Alliance, a network of liberal mega donors. That's how she got the job. Funded by billionaire George Soros. (laughs) Yeah, that fits a lot better. In part, uh, since 2012, she's led the Roosevelt Institute, a liberal think tank that wants to abolish for-profit prisons and reimagine capitalism. See, she doesn't even know what capitalism is, but she wants to reimagine it, and put racial justice at the center of all government policymaking. So last year, the Roosevelt Institute pushed a report co-authored by her, A New Paradigm for Justice and Democracy which argued that all policy from vaccine distribution to higher education funding to tax reform have radicalized and racialized effects in reality and always considers race in any kind of policy that the government makes. She and the authors along with her wrote a skills-based opportunity focus for liberalism, whatever that means, And ignores, she said, today we're ignoring systemic racism, and our mainstream politics has yet to recognize and prioritize and make central a reckoning and race equality and self determination that a multicultural democracy would require. This is what is in charge now at the Treasury Department, which again, I, I'm going to ask the question that I asked at the beginning of this. If you're with the Treasury Department, just why aren't you just focused on the Treasury? Why are you focusing on this? The report praised the idea of wealth redistribution. There you go. A, in other words, socialism, wealth redistribution, socialism. So, if you make a bunch of money, you work really hard, you become successful, not yours anymore because we got to redistribute that wealth to the people that they think should get the wealth, which is a horrible idea, as you know, because people who just get money from from other people without having earned it, the money just gets blown. You've seen this before. What happens when somebody just gets the gift of money having never earned that money in the first place. Bill in Greeley wants to talk about math. Hi, Bill.
0: Hey, I got some. I got a new idea for uh, new mathematics that I think you'll get a kick out of. All right. Okay, one general, one gender neutral plus one general neutral get together and have a baby, and shows you that one plus one is three.
1: I thought it was sixteen, but we'll go with three. Okay
0: well yeah. it's not too obviously
1: no so. that's okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> well anyway I, I couldn't i just couldn't drop that when i figured hey that's that's something they'll come up with in the future oh, right? i'm you sure see.
1: we've already seen new math in the schools that doesn't make any sense so why not that's right and so they have tried to take easy. even just basic math and put some kind of um I, I don't know. It, instead of just saying, you know, Johnny has two apples and I give him two more, how many yeah. apples does Johnny have? They have yeah. to try to fit in there all of the social engineering in the question. I got
0: another one for you real quick before yeah. the break here. Yeah. Uh, I'm th- Coming up with, you know, the the straw man that we came up with. Yeah. Uh, needs a brain and it's Biden. Right. Well, now we have to put in the Wizard of Oz a straw woman. Yeah. And that's the vice president. Oh,
1: Yeah. You in fact I did yesterday. have the song someone suggested whenever I talk about her I play if I only had a brain as the intro for I know and Bill it it's
0: perfect <laughs> Yeah all right
1: thank you Bill Bill calling in from Greeley Colorado So let's wrap this up real quick here with the Biden administration and again everything has to be equality right This this lady says true equality means equality of outcome Now, again, you see the problem there. True equality is equality of outcome. See, for those of us who are more of the actual capitalist and conservative-minded, outcome is not guaranteed. We all get to start from relatively the same place, but the outcome is not guaranteed. That depends on your talent, on your work, your efforts. But she thinks true equality means equality of outcome and not accepting the promise of opportunity within a system that continues to systemically exclude, she said. And that's not happening in America. Because they keep trying to act like this is the America of like the 1930s. It demands redistribution of resources, especially when wealth for some reason has been extracted from many. And redistributed through power making. Well, in that case, you're talking about Washington, D.C. If you want to see who extracts wealth and redistributes it unfairly, go take a look at the wealthy people who have made their money off of Washington, D.C. Take a look at that. That wealth distribution from Washington, D.C., where you work hard, they take it and redistribute it, very little of it actually gets to the people who they claim they're trying to help. Most of it goes in their own pockets. That's why Washington, D.C. is about the richest city in America. Well, they didn't get it by creating anything. They got it by looting. 716, Wake Up Wyoming. 721's the time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. Woodshed is in Douglas. This is good. I'm glad you said this. You knew exactly where I was going next. Woodshed and Douglas says the reason the treasurer can head up an equality committee is there is no money in the Treasury. Exactly right. Let's go ahead and take a look. There's a new number on our national debt clock here. As it counts down, ready for explosion, national debt tops 31 trillion for the first time. Yeah. Um when we take a look at the size of the national thirty one trillion is not all it. We have to include also unfunded liabilities and on and on it goes. We're well over a hundred trillion before we get into something like this. It is very difficult to count when you look at there's a national debt clock calculator, and it moves so fast, you try to watch how fast the debt is increasing.
6: and billions 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 and billions
1: and billions and billions and billions and billions and billions and billions
6: With all economic factors
2: indicating the U.S. is heading for a prolonged recession, some experts are suggesting that the government should stop dumping all of our money into an enormous hole. Is it time to close the national money hole? Uh, That
7: kind of talk is is alarmist and irresponsible.
2: America needs the money hole.
7: Driving truckloads of money out into the New Mexico desert and dumping it into a massive pit is one of America's greatest traditions. It's Frankly, it's a national treasure. No
2: reasonable person is advocating that we are going to stop destroying money. But the American people earn that money. They have the right to decide how it should be destroyed. Okay. Well, so uh, you yeah. are in favor of personal money holes. Yes, people should be able to dump money into a hole in their backyard or flush it down the toilet. Let the free market decide the most efficient way of
7: destroying My money. My father worked two jobs so he'd have money to put in the money hole, oh. and he never complained. You can't depend on private money holes to destroy that money. Duncan's right. I mean, some of this money could blow away. Yes. Some of it may not be correctly buried. Birds I mean, there's too many variables. That's why the business. government
2: pours gasoline into the money hole and lights it on fire to make sure all the money is destroyed. I it's just, love the money it, fire.
7: It's just like they say, you have to throw money in a hole and set it on fire to make money.
2: Okay, but find the cheapest way to destroy that money, like shredding it up and feeding it to holes. Tell that, that to the digger who's worked every, the graveyard
7: shift for 20 years. Digging the hole is all he knows. The sheer number of shovelers <laughs> that it takes to maintain but that hole. But if we're talking about it, closing it, holes, I mean, what about the soldier hole? How about, how about the energy hole? I, I mean, I can't believe that closing the money hole is in, even on the table. Close Why are the you money pushing hole? this
2: pro-hole agenda? Is the money hole lobby paying you?
7: I resent that accusation. I do not take money from special interests. And if I did, I would throw it right in the hole because I am a patriot. If you love America, you throw money in its hole.
1: I have spoken to people in person many times who do not understand the size and scope and danger of our national debt. They honestly don't. And honestly think that America is too big to fail. There's no way we can have any kind of a problem because... Look at all this money we have. So we're okay. We're America. Too big to fail is honestly what they think. And it takes a while sometimes to explain to them because a lot of these people make money off of government money and they don't want to see it come to an end. And I include people even in our own state here who is supposed to be a very conservative state of Wyoming. Why does the state take money from the government to put up electric charging stations? for example, and other things that get subsidized by the federal government when the federal government clearly does not have the money to do this. Uh, Which is one of the reasons I'm an advocate for the smallest possible government, because one of the ways to solve this, you can argue to death, but one of the best ways to solve all of these problems is just reduce the size and power of government. So, So when somebody goes, whether it's to your local government or D.C., they actually have very little to work with, which will drive them crazy. They'll hate the idea. What do you mean I don't have that much money? How am I supposed to get anything done? Don't want you to get much done. If there's things that you honestly think, like this woman who I was just describing in the Treasury Department, well, we need to fight inequality. You do that. You go ahead and start a private organization. You have your George Soros. Wait a second. Hang on. I was on a roll there, and I didn't properly set myself up. You have your George Soros money. (laughs) Just go ahead and use that money directly and start organizations to go ahead and help the people that you want to help, but leave your government out of it. And there's a big part of the problem because you know what happens when government gets a hold of money and power and very little of the money actually ever goes to help people. And in fact, in most cases, the money that goes supposedly to help people – not only never gets to them, but when it does, it often makes their situations worse. One of the things I'm watching now, as you know, my hometowns of Sanibel and Captiva Island were devastated by those hurricanes. And right away, people, saw, and also the mainland, too, Fort Myers, Florida. Well, We've got to get government in here with all of their money. How are we going to do this? Well, take a look at Hurricane Katrina and other disasters. Where I even found people on the left pointing out that, hey, government came in with billions of dollars to help out, and billions of dollars were wasted. And most of the help came from private organizations, a much better way to do things. Fast and efficient, not through your federal government. These are really, again, as I read the story of this woman who's with the Treasury Department, her opinions are just whacked out. I mean, just nutball opinions. And so the idea of limiting the power of government keeps people like that out of any decision-making at all. She can hold whatever opinion she wants on America and capitalism and socialism, but she will not ever get into a... If I had my wish of limited government, she would not ever be allowed to get into a position of power to do any of the things that she wants to do. She would actually have to turn to her rich leftist friends and say, you give me the money and we'll start a private organization so we can try to achieve these goals, but never be able to do it by forcing you to participate by taking your tax dollars and putting future generations massively into debt, which is what they're doing, putting future generations massively into debt for a bunch of failed ideas. Alright, coming up on 730. So we got some local news we have to get through. After we get through the local Dennis local weather, I got a little bit more here. Then uh, it's the weather forecast with Don Day, which is just gorgeous. Although he is watching something that might come our way next week. I'll ask him about that when I have Don Day on at 745. Triple eight ninety seven Woods the phone number. That's eight 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 ninety seven W O O D S Wake Up Wyoming. Six the time. times. Wake up, Wyoming. My name is Glenn Woods. Thanks for joining me. I'll have Don Day on seven forty-five. Talk about the rest of this week and next week. Still, it's out there a bit. Possibility, some weather event could happen, but don't uh, don't count on it. He'll explain. I mean, it's just something out there that's making meteorologists from you know, go, ah, but they're not ready to say anything definite yet. So we'll just keep an eye on it. So I have this up on the Wake Up Wyoming site this morning if you want all the details, but I'm just going to sort of tease the article for you right now. By the way, if you have the Wake Up Wyoming app, not only can you listen to old shows and those funny bits that I play by touching on demand, and you'll see the old shows but also Wyoming altered states. But stories like this are there, and if you want, you can even get app alerts for them. So okay, your state here in Wyoming is involved in carbon capture, right? Okay. And I've told you before that Wyoming, this is a Cowboy State Daily article, Wyoming has some of the lowest energy prices in America. You don't want to live in California or Maine, places like that, where energy, not just your electricity, but other forms of energy for your vehicle, whatever it is it might be, can be more than double. But then we get into carbon capture. Black Hills Energy is flat out saying we get into carbon capture, your electric bill is going up and maybe quite a bit. story that I wrote for you here. Power plants reducing their carbon footprint is a state law in Wyoming. Even though I've shown you many times over, CO2 is not a pollutant and it's actually greening the planet. And in this article, I have several videos where you can watch, where you can watch actual scientists in that field looking right at the camera saying... CO2 is good for the planet. It's not a pollutant. You can watch them say it, so you don't have to argue with me. But still, though, our governor doesn't agree with that, and we've got to reduce our carbon footprint, according to Wyoming public media. Quote, Black Hills Energy laid out preliminary plans on a at a Wyoming Service Commission meeting. The company has to comply with a 2022 state law that requires public utilities to implement some carbon capture technology for their coal-fired power plants. Again, Wyoming shouldn't be doing this, but okay. So, carbon capture, the story says, supposedly helps remove climate warming. I debunked that in this story. Kyra Cole, uh, Coyle? Coyle, director of regulatory and finance Black Hills Energy, said the reality of the transition... Could come at a huge cost to Black Hills Energy customers. Asked if the state legislate. Well, and, and I get into whether state legislators even believe that we're in a climate crisis, and they say no. But the fact is, according to Black Hills Energy and this story from Wyoming Public Media, this transition could come at a huge cost for Black Hills Energy customers your electric bill would go up well of course it's going to go up in order to implement the technology it's going to cost them something close to 500 million dollars at least to put in carbon capture technology and sequester try to pump it under the ground well you think they're going to pay that well they're no they're not going to pay that no you're going to pay that so when you get your electric bill after they implement all of this your electric bill, which is among the lowest in the country, not the lowest, but it's among you have some of the lowest utility rates in the country. Well, let's go ahead and change that. Let's be more like California, right? And let's go ahead and start this whole carbon capture and sequestration thing, which is going to end up sending those prices up. And for what purpose, really? Yeah, If you, well, to save the planet from, now again, you know what nonsense I think that is. But here again, your state's involved in that. And your state's involved in that in part because legislators have been going along with it. You have a governor that goes along with the idea of whole carbon capture and sequestration thing. And so we, as Wyomingites, can only blame ourselves because we're the ones who put these people into office. Okay. So that's why you're going to end up with higher utility bills that actually doesn't really do anything to help anything. Now, in the article, again, one of the reasons, besides that your utility rates are gonna go up, it's worth looking at it for that. And I gotta put some more detail into the article about how much they think it's gonna go up by, because that's certainly there. I have links to the Wyoming uh, Public Media article that talks about that. But again, I also put in there various videos that you can watch where you can see scientists, forget what the news media says, forget what the politicians say, Would you like to listen to what the scientists have to say? Well, these are videos where you can watch actual scientists who are in this field explain to you what the result of more CO2 into the air really is. And the result is a greening of the planet. Okay, Not out of control climate change at all. That's not what they say. And you can watch them say it. 742, wake up Wyoming. 7.45 7.45 is the time. It's Wake Up, Wyoming. Off we go to talk to Don Day. Dead weather. Nice morning, Don. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. And it looks like it's just going to stay this way. With Again, that little minor something to cool us down, what, just a tad? Is that right?
7: Tomorrow evening and uh, into Friday morning, the eastern counties of the state get just brushed by a cool front coming out of the Dakotas. And that's going to be for the eastern counties of the state some clouds, a few showers, and it is going to make just about everybody a little cooler Friday. Okay, But it's just just a kiss, just a glancing blow. Uh, It's gone by the weekend, and weekend is still on tap to be quite nice. Okay,
1: so glorious weekend ahead. Now, I have been watching with interest because you're showing for next week computer models from all over the planet about what's going to happen to us next week, and none of them agree.
7: None of them agree, although there's... In the last 24 hours, there's better agreement, which certainly gives you a little more confidence. Um, But the devil's in the details now. I will tell you that we're pretty confident that between late Tuesday and, oh, all the way through next Thursday or Friday, the state and the entire region is going to go through a change, and the change is definitely colder. The change definitely will also bring some rain and snow chances. The question will be, you know, the severity. Will it be you know, a, a relatively minor system, or will it get its act together and become a stronger one? But folks should definitely plan on a change towards the middle of next week. We just got to get the details all sorted out.
1: Okay, so I would say, based on what you're telling us, no matter what, go ahead and get those, you know, warmer coats just ready. I'd just keep them nearby.
7: Yeah, you should. You, know, you look at the calendar, and we've really escaped any really severe cold. It's yeah. been a... It's been a really, honestly, it's been a nice fall, right. and it's going to be nice here for a little bit longer. But, you know, things to do this weekend, if you haven't seen the fall colors, go oh, yeah. check them out. Oh If yeah, you not- haven't gotten your sprinklers blown out, get yes. them blown out. Yes,
1: get, get, get the sprinklers blown out. But then I would suggest, and I'm thinking about this for this weekend, just take some kind of a road trip to where the colors are because I've been watching them. And this is one of those years, Don, where it's just glorious out there. So bring your camera. Mind you, when you go to take pictures of this stuff, no vertical pictures. Go horizontal with your phone, okay? Or bring a real camera. But, yeah, go ahead and line up those pictures because this is one of those years, Don.
7: I really think it is. Does anybody use a real camera anymore?
1: No. (laughs) No, there's so many devices that you used to have to load up into the back of your car, and it's now just in the palm of your hand. And here's the beauty. You don't have to wait for those pictures to come back anymore. Remember you used to send those out and I wonder. Well, what... you're
7: you're really dating ourselves, yeah. aren't you? you might, yeah, you'd have to go and go to the store and wait and then you'd have to go oh, to yeah. see if they're in. Yeah, it'd take yeah. days at days. wonder it's when
1: nice. those pictures come back if I took any good ones. You can take a picture now and look at your phone and go, eh, and line it up and do it again. It's all in and then post it for everybody can see. Here's the good news. No longer do you get invited over to someone's house and get suckered into a slideshow.
7: I grew up watching slideshows of every family vacation. I've been there, done that.
1: Now it's just online. You can check it when you want. All right. Thank you, Don. Don Day with Day Weather Shows. We're really going to have, again, it's just going to be really nice and interesting so far. Head on over to the icebox where Frank Gambino is waiting by. Okay, Frank, so... <clears throat> over in Evansville, Wyoming... Right down over here. ...there was a moose. Yeah, so... And it was wandering been, around. Yeah, you don't see
3: too many of them around here.
1: No. And and then they started to say that, okay, the new the moose is getting a little destructive. And this is a big fella. Yeah.
3: Okay. Pretty,
1: yeah. Game and fish is called. All right, they track the sucker down, and they go ahead and tranquilate the thing, right? They hit him with a tranquilizer. Mm-hmm. There's a picture here of this big moose laying on the ground... After having been tranked, what I think is kind of funny is the people from Game and Fish, Fish, they're all wearing red shirts. So they sent the red shirts out. Star Trek fans will laugh hysterically at that. I'm surprised they survived.
3: Well, I think they have red shirts, so nobody. <clears throat> yeah,
1: nobody shoots them. Yeah, right, still, yeah, yeah. You send the red shirts. OK, <laughs> so in order to get this thing into the vehicle to haul it off, they had to remove his antlers. Right, but they will okay. grow back. They will grow back. That's fine. So then the thing uh, wakes up and is able to get out. Now, they had given it some kind of a you know wake-up tranquilizer mm. thing after that. So now they can't put it back to sleep because it's still pumped full of the wake-me-up tranquilizer mm. or not, anti-tranquilizer. So now we have a hornless stoned moose on the loose somewhere <laughs> between like – casper and evansville and maybe even mills watch out bar none
3: wow oh well you can't miss it right
1: no unless I'll, it's way out there in the woods somewhere out there so they're going to have to track this sucker down again and at this point i'd have to say i am really impressed with this guy this moose
3: well yeah i, I think they should have tagged that thing in with a gps and they yeah. could have found it and found out where it's going to mm-hmm.
1: go well the trick is to try it again capture it again Yeah. Then Tranquilize it again. Again, yeah, and then bring it out somewhere where they can go ahead and let it go. Right, like do boys or something. Yes, some place, some place that would appreciate having a moose around because, obviously, obviously Evansville doesn't. You know?
3: No, no, because moose are mean. High school football, our latest Wild Press poll is out in 4A. Sheridan now number one after their win over Cheyenne East last week, so East falls to number two. Natrona 3, Cheyenne Central 4, and Thunder Basin 5. Cody is still number one in 3A, and they will be at number two Star Valley on Friday. Douglas 3rd, Buffalo 4th, and Jackson 5th. Lovell is still number one in 2A, followed by Tongue River, Lyman, Bighorn, and Cokeville. And 1A, 9-man Pine Bluffs remains number one, followed by Shoshone, Wind River, Lingle, and Big Piney. Little Snake River is still number one in 1A, 6-man. Dubois 2, Burlington 3, Encampment 4, and KC 5. In college football, the Wyoming Cowboys will have a roadie for in Albuquerque on Saturday night to take on New Mexico. The pokes are 3-up and 3-down overall, 1-1 one and one in Mountain West Conference play after a disappointing loss to San Jose State on Saturday, 33-16. It goes without saying that the passing game needs to get a whole lot better. The offensive line needs to, needs to make big improvement from a week ago, as well as the defense, defensive secondary. New Mexico is 2-3 and three overall, 0-2 oh in Mountain West Conference play, with losses to Boise State and um, UNLV. And Wyoming has had trouble with the Lobos in the last two years, especially when in both of those games, Wyoming was heavily favored. They're favored in this one, too, by just three and a half. though. It was a 5 p.m. kickoff. It will be a 5 p.m. kickoff on Saturday night. We'll have that for you on K2 Radio and Casper and KOWB and Laramie. In the NFL, the Denver Broncos will play at home on Thursday night against Indianapolis. The Broncos are 2-2 two and two after a 32-22 loss to Las Vegas their last time out. Injuries is having some serious implications for this team. Outside linebacker Randy Gregory out two to six weeks with a knee injury. Running back Javante Williams out for the season with a knee injury. He tore his ACL and his LCL. Quarterback Russell Wilson in this uh, Raiders game was 17 of 25 for 237 yards and two touchdowns. But in six drives in the second half, the Broncos scored just once. It has been a period of adjustment for Wilson to playing for the Broncos after spending his whole career with Seattle. And you just got to, you know, go with the flow.
5: Obviously, it's a, it's a different environment, different challenge, you know, and everything else. And um, But I think that what... What's made it so um, um, great here for me personally is with my teammates. My teammates have been just so uh, so welcoming, so, so on it every day. Like I said to you guys over and over again, the walkthroughs, the time, the, the energy, the, the focus that they put in daily, I mean, that obsession that they put in makes it easier for me and, and, uh, and better for me.
3: Indianapolis comes into Thursday's game with a record of 1-2-1. and Hopefully this is not a pillow fight. In baseball, Aaron Judge of the New York Yankees hit a 62nd home run of the year, breaking the American League record held by Roger set 61 years ago. He did it against the Texas Rangers in the first inning last night. The place just exploded in Arlington. The Yankees, by the way, will be the number two seed in the American League playoffs.
1: Uh, two things. First off, there's a young lady here. She looks to be about uh, five years old. She's holding one of the horns of that moose. Right, I saw than, that picture, yeah. Yeah. It looks almost as big as she is. Also, so Amy and Cheyenne, I still use a camera to take pictures. I film, and she said she can't get film, but you know you can still get film for a camera. Really? You have to order it online. But just like vinyl records have made a resurgence, film is, so is, yeah, so has old-fashioned picture taking good it's coming back people really enjoy film like they used to so
3: maybe the photo mats will come back too
1: yeah, yeah be, th- those were fun guys to talk to they were so bored yeah, yeah thank <laughs> you frank coming up on local business news time wake up wyoming 806 is the time it's wake up wyoming my name is Glenn woods in the studio with me a couple of ladies that want to take you dancing is that a good way to put it no no No. We're going to be watching other people dancing, right? Okay. Dancing with the SARS is coming to the folks in Casper, Wyoming, which is always for a good cause every single year. And what's the cause?
8: Uh, Mercer Family Resource Center. So we provide education, counseling, and prevention services that build stronger and healthier youth and families in our community. And we've been doing that since 1971.
1: Okay. Where do you find the people who, who want to go dancing?
8: So we always are looking for different stars in our
9: community that we want to have as our dancers, and we always have wonderful professionals
8: that come year after year and help us out as well.
1: Okay. So there's a professional dancer who helps the local person, teaches them how to do it.
8: Exactly. Yeah. Okay. A lot like the show. Yep. And then we have a celebrity panel of judges, and yeah, they practice for months and months. It's a lot of fun.
1: Okay. So do you have all the dancers you need?
8: We do. This year we
9: do. Okay.
1: <laughs> Some of the more local celebrities would be...
9: So our local celebrities this year is Ashley Vondra, Nat Steinhoff, Malik Huggy, Kyle Gamroth, Kim and Fred DeVore, and Sarah Verbage are stars this year.
1: Okay. And they it's always kind of fun to see what the theme is and what they dance to. Is there an overall theme, or do they pick their own design?
9: So this year, it's Dancing with the Stars, Dancing Through the Decades. So okay. every dance couple has a decade that they're going to be dancing to this year.
1: Okay. So I'm going to be interested to see who does the Roaring Twenties.
8: We have that,
9: yes. (laughs) So we
1: go back to uh, the COVID period, you guys had to do this all online.
8: We actually did it live. We lucked out. It was back and forth. But we we were able to spread out and mask up, and we were able to have it. Okay.
1: So this year is where?
8: It's at the Ford Wyoming Center on October 22nd at 6 p.m.
1: Okay. So for those people who want to go there, they can always go to that. Are you still doing online stuff where people can watch and vote and participate?
9: So with our online, um, if you want to vote for one of your dance couples, we have People's Choice Award. And so you can go on to our... (laughs) mercercasper.com and you can go to our website there and vote for your favorite couple if you're not able to make the night but if you would like to come to that night you can also purchase tickets there. Okay
1: so to purchase tickets again website is and what are they how much to purchase what's the routine to get in?
8: So it's www.mercercasper.com and there's a range of tickets start at 80 and it comes with like a several course meal dessert the show amazing live and silent auctions and then you can purchase tables that start anywhere from 700 and Go up to five thousand.
1: Okay, so if you want to get in as a church group, civic group, or a business,
8: mm-hmm.
9: you need yes.
1: corporate sponsors this year.
9: We do always. Well, there's okay. always sponsorship levels, and you can get different things that go with that. Um, comes with different tables and sponsorship levels, logos,
8: things like that. So. And, of course, our media sponsors, including Town Square and K2 and Star Tribune and Oil City. So we always appreciate you guys as well.
1: Okay. So, again, this is all going to be live. Everybody can go and watch the whole thing or go vote online if you want to do that. Do you sponsor a couple or just sponsor in general?
8: Um, you just sponsor in general. So it's different, as yeah. she said, different levels of a- advertisement. and then, um, But you can definitely vote for your favorite couple. So we have a people's choice who will win by the audience voting for their dollars, and then we have a judge's choice as okay.
1: well. Okay. Well, let's go back and talk about what the charity actually does in the community so people can know not just that they're going to have a great evening now, but where the money's going.
9: So with Mercer, we provide youth intervention classes, as well as family and parenting classes, um, counseling, substance abuse assessments, um, any family-friendly, substance-free events. We do several of those, so community baby shower and family game night in the community.
8: And then we do host um, the Youth Empowerment Council, the Suicide Prevention Task Force, and the Natrona County Prevention Coalition as well.
1: Okay, so all of this is coming up on White Date again, October... 22nd. 22nd for Dancing with the Stars. And to get involved now in any level, sponsorships, whatever else the website is.
9: MercerCasper.com.
1: Okay, all coming your way soon. Ladies, thanks for coming in.
9: Thanks, okay, man. Thank you. Wake up.
2: Hold on to your coffee and feel free to participate.
9: So I
1: came across this on Twitter. Now, I don't have a Twitter account. Just every so often some news sources repeat what's on Twitter. That's why I know. Just so you know, I canceled my Twitter account a while back. I'm just done with it. Although the Elon Musk deal looks like it's going to go through, I could change my mind because of that. All right. Headline from the UK Daily Mail. Men who love steak might be suffering from masculinity stress study claims. Yes, if you're a guy who just loves your steak, it might be masculinity stress. I don't know what that means. Don't look at your radio. What, do you want me to explain it to you? Fine. Men eat red meat to appear more masculine, studies suggest. So apparently, if you're having a steak, one of the reasons you have the steak is because you're worried about what other people think, and you're eating the steak to appear more masculine to other people who might be watching you. Hey, I don't doubt that some of that goes on. But so what? Yeah, all right. Red meat may be seen as a way to build muscle, help boost stereotypes of male qualities like virility and sexual strength, experts at a university of yada, yada, yada study, and so on. And I always wonder when it says experts. I always have to wonder. All right, well, let's read into the story. Researchers in Canada, stop right there. That's all you need to know. It's a bunch of Canadians doing this study. Have found that men suffering from masculinity stress, as they label it, are more likely to try try out their masculinity in front of everybody else by eating red meat, which generally is perceived as masculine. Probably because it is, but all right. Masculinity stress described an individual male worrying about their masculinity and fretting that they're not being manly enough. Did you notice when I said manly enough, I had to drop my voice a couple of octaves there and get growly. <clears throat> if it uh, it's not known why exactly red meat is perceived as masculine in some societies although it may be seen as a way to build muscle and help boost stereotypical male qualities like virility and sexual strength. Male-related language and food marketing, such as Burger King ads, feature crude sexual innuendos that may be to blame. Well, of course, men were doing this long before... Burger King came around. The new study has been led by a guy, ironically, named McDonald, (laughs) University of Alberta, Canada. Our results suggest that men concerned about the masculinity may seek opportunities to augment their manhood through the food that they consume. Oh, so you guys are just eating that to be seen as manly, huh? They also indicate that affirming masculinity can serve as reinforcing a function of being man enough, man enough, or maybe to restore your perception of masculinity. The research found that consumption of red meat is believed by both men and women to be associated with masculine qualities, again virility and sexual strength. The new study cites criticisms of a 2009 Burger King advert that depicts a long and juicy burger floating in front of a uh, woman's parted lips. And uh, and then it gets into why they did that, and it's just I'm not going to get into it on the air. The first stage of the study 300 male participants in the UK and Canada were assessed. Well, then why not go talk to some real men? You might have to go to Wyoming for that. Just tossing that out there. Micah wants to talk about the Wizard of Oz. Morning, Micah. (laughs) No,
10: I'm not talking about the Wizard of Oz. That's what it says right here, Wizard of Oz.
1: Okay, go ahead. Oh,
10: does it? No. It's about the role of the sheriff. I'm getting a chuckle out of of Jeff Barnes' latest um, advertisement now talking about, you know, how how the sheriff needs to be nonpartisan, um, which is true. That is true. And, you know, I mean, it it would take somebody who never even went to school, I think, to think that sheriffs are definitely Republican, definitely um, Democrat, definitely independent, definitely. No, the role of the sheriff has nothing to do with with that side of, of politics. It is going according to the Constitution to uphold the law. And, you know, I mean, for centuries, people have been running on a Democrat, Republican, or whatever ticket um, for sheriff, and it, it has nothing to do... You know, that's, that's just like categorizing the different religions. Well, she's Methodist. Well, he's Baptist. Well, they're this, they're that. It, it doesn't make any difference when you're looking at the sheriff's office. The sheriff's role is to uphold the Constitution and to do what is right in that sense. And I'm sure if you go through history, there's probably plenty of times when a sheriff has butted head with the mayor or even the governor, because the sheriff has a a lot of, of power. So, you know, the mere fact that a candidate for sheriff has a, what do I want to say, you know, an identity after their name with a particular party, it's basically just to get on the ticket on the ballot to be able to vote anyway. I mean, Jeff had to go around and collect a whole bunch of signatures before he could even get on the ballot. Okay. So, you know, when you're looking at the sheriff, I would say don't don't look at political parties. That is not the role of the sheriff. That's just to get on a ballot and you know, I, I can't think of an instance where when, when Kozak was chief of CPD where he was unequal in how he treated anybody. Um, maybe I'm wrong, but if, if there were times with that, they were probably far and few between, and I kind of tend to doubt that anything was based on what political party they belonged to. So I wish people, well, I just hope that people really take into consideration what is being said to them and what the reality is. Okay.
1: And I will no, also point it. out, when it comes time to vote for someone, you live in Wyoming, it's very easy to get to know the candidates for whatever office. So go talk to them.
10: Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, on, on Kozak's behalf, I will have to say we saw a whole lot of programs that he created or supported when he was chief here that were fantastic programs and very um, outreaching to the community. And, you know, he wants to bring those things into the sheriff's office, too. That was one of the things that, that the sheriff's office really lacked for many years. So he wants to bring a lot of those same programs into the sheriff's office as well. And I think any of us who have followed Kozak um, for a while and were involved in some of the, the things that he was doing for the community, we would know that there is a heck of a lot that he would be doing for the county, to mm-hmm. Everybody's benefit, not just black or white or Hispanic or Christian, non Christian, not anything. It is community. He is a community oriented guy that sticks to the law. So that's my rant.
1: Thank you right. for your yeah. rent. Appreciate it, Mike. Triple eight ninety seven Woods. The phone number: eight 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 ninety seven W O O D S. On the meat thing, blue eyes and Douglas. So, what is wrong with an old lady like me that loves steak and rare? This is where that uh, story I was just talking about. According to a study done by someone from Canada, tells you everything you need to know. That. Uh, Eating meat, it's just men who are just trying to be masculine and that kind of stuff. What about women who love steak? Because I know a lot of women who love steak. What about them? I think that kind of blows away the whole argument altogether. Oh, here's another one for you. Are meat eaters more likely to be racist? (sighs) Okay, uh, this is done. PETA wrote this, just so you know. You understand the source? According to a new study by an international team of researchers, your thoughts about uh, marriage equality and racial justice could be linked to your affinity for steaks and sausages. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God! In other words, says Peter, the idea of killing another living being for dinner doesn't leave a bad taste in your mouth, then you're probably not too bothered by other social injustices either. Peter says the study rationalizing meat consumption, the four Ns, published by the Journal of Appetite, found that people who justify eating animals by claiming it's natural and normal, n- necessary, even nice, uh, they just don't have a too a too much empathy for other people. Historically. It's been uh, trotted out to justify everything from slavery to homophobia. For example, in the new study notes, in defense of male-only voting practices, the U.S. opponents of women's suffrage often appealed to the necessity of denying that women vote uh, of natural superiority, which people who eat meat, they say that they have natural superiority over animals. Therefore, you see, because you are a sexist and you are a racist— if you eat meat, according to PETA. This confirms what PETA has long maintained, says the story. The mindset that condones the oppression of other humans, whether Jewish or women or gays or people of color, is the same mindset. Oh. Well, what about when women eat meat? What is that? What about when, as they put it, people of color eat meat? What is that? Or people of different sexualities eat meat? What is that, then? It's not surprising that meat eaters find it necessary to defend their behavior. Hold it right there, Peter. Hang on. I want to talk for a moment to my fellow meat eaters out there. Do you find it necessary to defend your behavior? I mean, by eating meat? I don't. I have no need whatsoever to defend my behavior. I eat meat. I don't. Okay. Which is increasingly coming under public scrutiny. No, it's not. In this day and age, when anyone who's been paying attention knows that raising and killing animals for food is destroying the planet, they say, and the United Nations reports that a global shift toward a vegan diet is vital if we're to combat climate change. This is Peter for you. <laughs> <laughs> Rianne from Fort Danger, stop! You're making me hungry for some steak. You see, I tell you what, I tell you what I'm gonna do. Rhiannon, here's what I always do. When I was uh, when I'm in uh, Cheyenne, Wyoming, whenever I hear someone argue about Chick Fil A, we ought to be boycotting Chick Fil A. I make sure to go eat at Chick Fil A. When I get off work today, I'm going to go to one of my favorite burger joints. One of my favorite burger joints in Wyoming, especially because we're in October, is Little Shop of Burgers. I'm not doing a commercial here. I just love the restaurant. And, man, they make some good hamburgers. There you go. So I am going to go have myself a big hunk of juicy, not for any other reason, not because I'm sexist or racist, not to prove my masculinity, because I love hamburger and I know it's good for me. You see the lengths that these people go through to try and, and how much straw man their arguments are, especially with PETA. Well you're trying to justify. I'm not trying to justify anything. I'm a carnivore. I eat meat. Done. Coming up on 830. Look at your local news coming your way. Weather forecast right after that. Then we have a nice long segment of open phones. You can do what Micah did. Change the subject if you want. 888 97 Woods, Wake Up Wyoming. 8.36, it's Wake Up, Wyoming. I just got done reading an article that apparently if you're a meat eater, a steak eater, you're just trying to prove your masculinity. And then PETA says that you're a racist and a homophobe and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If you eat meat and they try to justify why a grandpa rich, Glenn, the Dems, and PETA are people that are afraid of life. And a little while in Casper, a PETA official was on Fox News' Jesse Water the other night touting that women should not have sex with men who eat meat. Well, if he doesn't eat meat, I don't think he's a man. So how about that? Go figure that one out. James is in Casper about PETA. Morning, James.
7: Good morning,
4: Glenn. Yes, sir. Uh, I find it interesting that PETA title is putting out... Of studies
11: and articles against meat when their name
4: encourages
1: yes, exactly right people PETA. eating tasty animals yeah and exactly. and miss mary and i were just having a conversation this is true this is a news story from a few years ago some people decided to find out what peta was really all about so if you have an animal a pet and you can't take care of it you turn it over to peta it's going to find a good home right Probably not. It is most, euthanized in the most horrible way and put in a dumpster in the back of their building.
11: Um, yeah. Like I said, I have no problem with raising animals and eating
1: them. Yeah, none whatsoever. Well, they said you're trying to justify something. I'm thinking, James, that you just like a good steak now and then.
4: I like a lot of meat. Okay. Chicken, pork, there beef,
1: yak, what? Yeah, I you know I haven't. I think I have tried yak actually once. It was put into like good. a chili. Oh,
0: yak is real good. Yeah, also buffalo or
1: well, bison. I like bison yak meat. Tends to be it's very good, but it's a much more intense kind of a meat. I mean, it's dense. You know, the one I had anyway was a a lot more dense than just it's your regular leaner. steak. Yes, it is. Good stuff. All right. Thank you, James. I appreciate it. When I first got to Wyoming, a gentleman to welcome me to Wyoming brought me a little cooler, basically a bucket of meat, stuff that he had killed while hunting, from little rabbits to pronghorn all sorts of things. I had a true taste of Wyoming and something like that. Careful of people who do not eat meat. We now return you to another thrilling adventure of superheroes. Uh, Man, child, or... Whatever the hell we're calling him this week. Anyway, as we return to his lair after a hard day of fighting for social justice. And by lair, I mean the seller of his parents' house where he's six months behind in the rent. Oh, fighting for evil is exhausting. I need something to eat.
6: Uh, there's some leftover Chinese on the coffee table.
1: When did we order Chinese? Well like about two
6: months ago, I
1: think. But that must have gone bad by now, don't you think? Well, it
6: hasn't turned a different color yet, so... And besides, I can't eat that.
1: I must be careful of appropriating another culture's
6: food. Well, since American Chinese food is nothing like real Chinese food, does that really count? Well, can't be
1: too careful. Kind
6: of SpaghettiOs. That's Italian. Which was stolen from the Chinese, so that's like double appropriation. And where's that leftover taco Tuesday? Oh, never mind. Corn fritters? That's got corn. Native Americans would be pissed. Well, tell you what, why don't you just ethnically identify as what other culture you're hungry for and, like, eat that? Interesting.
1: You found a loophole, I think. Or you can just eat this. Ooh. looks like it's been sitting there for, like, two months.
6: What was it? I think it used to be brown. Close enough. Hand it over. Wait, wait, wait. Let me get my phone. I want to get you eating this and post whatever happens later on to YouTube.
1: Uh, Join us next week as our superhero fights for social justice during his visit (laughs) to the hospital emergency (laughs) room. Back to the phones we go. Mark Armstrong is on. He wants to uh, talk to us. What, about city council meeting? Yes, sir. Yeah, what How you are got you good? What you got for me?
4: So uh, last night, uh, Laramie City Council is still on Zoom. Okay, if they're outside. If there are people protesting outside, wanting open meetings. Uh, they spend dollars on a on a building at the landfill. They spend another fifty on uh, engineering to watch it go up. They spend they buy five new hybrid police cars, and then they allow the planner to share his page and tell us all about the uh, expansion plan, and then they have a, on the agenda, to get back to people into the meeting. So, a couple, three people on Zoom, we don't get our, cameras but can't share a piece of paper we can not show our share our screen but then we um get a talk about it and i try to that they work for we the people and i also say they're violating the law by not having equal access to public meetings and, and so i do my little vent and then we go out of public comment, so I can't put up my hand again, and the mayor just goes off on, we're obeying the law, this is legal, we've had our lawyer look at it. It's like equal access to public meetings. Mm-hmm. It isn't, you know, and then of course he goes, you know, he gets his 10 minutes to, to say all he's done to make sure people have access to the meeting but he doesn't, you know, allow me to to rebut that or even have a a second comment. And so these aren't public meetings, and it's because of COVID still. And my opinion, CDC's opinion, is COVID's over. But there are people that, and the most telling point was one of the, the city councilmen, a professor from the University of Wyoming, said, you know, it's just easier for me to sit home and get on Zoom and go to these meetings, I can instead of getting in my car and going down and facing the people, I can sit home and and then I can get on Zoom and eat at the City Council, and that is what now represents us. We so um, thank you for letting me, Van. It'll Absolutely. make my day better. <laughs> All right,
1: appreciate you calling in, Mark. Well, for those people who do participate in city council meetings, just do you think you get enough time to talk? Is what I always wondered about because they usually let you get up there and talk for you get you got about three minutes and you're done, and you barely get enough time to really make your point in that. And so we have to find other ways to make our point in front of the city council, including bringing multiple people to finish what you had to say. Uh, okay, I just um. I'm curious what you think about your local city council meetings compared to what he had to say right there. Rianne for danger. Let me see thing first. Uh, oh, okay. Not going to read that, Rianne. Okay, I see. Mike and okay. I got a few other comments. I'll get to a little bit later on, and a, few, a little bit more about the PETA thing too, and it, especially the idea that you eat meat because you're virtue signaling. I want to in the next hour. I want to address that a little bit, along with some other topics. How much do you really do because you care about what other people think? I'll, I'll get into that. A lot of interesting – by the way, I just for those people who are joining me sort of late in the program, you can always go back and listen to this program later on. It's on the Wake Up Wyoming website, Touch On Demand. Okay, But some of the stories that I brought up this morning, carbon capture will increase your Wyoming electric bills and a principal seeking to end corporal punishment in Wyoming schools – among other things that we've talked about this morning, and you can bring up again in the last hour of the program. 8.45, wake up Wyoming. 8.48 is the time. It's wake up Wyoming. My name is Glenn Woods. Off we go to the Icebox. Frank Gambino waiting by. Okay, Frank, I'm just looking at some things which I... It's amazing what the power of nature, right?
3: Oh, it's uh, yeah. undefeated, actually.
1: Okay. it's So far, yeah, like n- in nature 100, man zero yeah, is basically how the works. Okay. okay. So <clears throat> I'm looking at, as I've told many people, if you wondered, the concern on my face because I'm usually in like 99% of the time in a great mood. My hometowns of Sanibel and Captiva Islands were ground zero for that hurricane. Right. And so I'm looking at some of the pictures and, okay – There's this uh, metal you can get, and it is meant to sort of fit together like a puzzle, and it goes in front of your windows. It's very heavy, and it's supposed to, you know, stand up to the hurricane. Right. Here's a house where that metal was just busted through like nothing.
11: Wow. Like
1: it wasn't even there. Okay. Next one I have here is there's two houses that were very close together, like almost zero property line, right? I want you to picture a big sailboat with two masts on it, Mm -hmm. two masts, so it's a big boat. And you know that big centerboard they have in the middle, you know, to plane the boat out. All right, the boat is wedged between the houses up in the air, so you can walk underneath it. (laughs)
3: Oh
1: no! Wedged between the only thing that stopped the boat from continuing on down with the tidal surge is it got stuck in between the two houses. Wow. Yeah. All right. Here is a picture of a palm tree, and there is it looks a little bit bigger than a two by four. And it is stuck right through, like it was shot out of a cannon into the palm tree. And it's like halfway through. Half of the two-by-fours on one side, half on the other side. Right just through the palm tree. Right smack in the middle. Wow. How does that even happen, that it had that much force, that it just rammed it right through the tree? I mean, like perfectly in the middle there.
3: 160 mile an hour yes we'll do that
1: wow yeah. okay i i just keep looking at this stuff and i'm thinking okay nature you've made your point here yeah you can do bizarre stuff that we'll look at and go how did you even think of that
3: it's it was, it was brutal High school football, the latest Wild Pest poll is out and in M4A. Sheridan is now number one after their victory over Cheyenne East last week, so East falls to number two. Natrona is rated third this week. Cheyenne Central four and Thunder Basin five. Cody is still number one in 3A. They will be at number two Star Valley on Friday. Douglas third, Buffalo fourth, and Jackson fifth. Lovell is still number one in 2A, followed by Tongue River, Lyman, Bighorn, and Cokeville. And in 1A, Nine Man, Pine Bluffs remains number one, followed by Shoshone, Wind River, Lingle, and Big Piney Snake River is number 1-1, one in one a six-man Dubois second, Burlington third, and Camden fourth, and KC fifth. College football, the Wyoming Cowboys will hit the road for Albuquerque to take on New Mexico on Saturday afternoon. The folks are three up and three down overall, and one and one in Mountain West Conference play after a disappointing loss to San Jose State on Saturday, 33-16. So it goes without saying that the passing game has to get better, the offensive line needs to get better, the defensive secondary needs to get better. New Mexico is 2-3 and three overall, 0-2 oh in Mountain West Conference play with losses to the Boise State and UNLV, but, you know, they've gotten Wyoming the last two times, and both of those games, Wyoming were... Wyoming was big favorites. Wyoming is favored this week by three and a half points. And there'll be a 5 p.m. kickoff on Saturday night. We'll have that for you on K2 Radio in Casper and KOWB in Laramie. In the NFL, the Denver Broncos will play at home on Thursday night against Indianapolis. Broncos are 2-2 two and two after a 32-23 loss to Las Vegas their last time out. And injuries are having some serious implications with this team. Outside linebacker Randy Gregory out two to six weeks with a knee injury. And running back Javante Williams is out for the season with an ACL and LCL tear. He was the team's leading rusher, and for quarterback Russell Wilson, that whole deal with uh, Mr. Williams is just a drag.
5: Definitely devastating for him, you know. But a guy that is uh, going to come back stronger, a guy that you know works his butt off every day. Um, you know, just it's, it's the name of the game, man. This game, uh, some freak things happen, and I think a lot of times, you know, as fans, fans don't understand how much, you know, maybe or, or people or just even, you know, outside look, look, you know, people looking in. It's you know. How much time a guy spends to just try to be great as much as he has. I mean, I. Indianapolis
3: comes into Thursday's game with a record of 1 2 and 1. In baseball, Aaron Judge of the New York Yankees did the 62nd home run of the year, breaking the American League record held by Roger Maris 61 years ago. He did it against the Texas Rangers in the first inning last night in Arlington, and the place just exploded. The Yankees, by the, bay, by the way, will be the number two seed in the American League playoffs. You know, Glenn, I was talking to a friend of mine who spends a lot of time in that area of Florida. And uh, he's he's been over to Sanibel Island, yeah. you know, a bunch of times. They love to just drive over there. Oh yeah. And he's thinking that nobody'd be able to drive over there for two years.
1: Uh, yeah, they have to. There's a three mile long causeway, and two spaces of it are man made little islands that sort of curve around. That were beautiful. Mm-hmm. That way, it's not constant bridge, right? Over. Right. Three miles of it gone completely just. Gone. now the weird part was i was watching video of somebody who went to the island yesterday to have sort of a walk around he went to the island golf course after the water receded from the golf course it left fish all over it oh the golf course is filled with dead fish oh boy mother nature does the most bizarre things Frank. yes she does don't, she just wants to keep us reminded of who's in yeah, who,
3: yeah who's number one yeah let's
1: wake up Wyoming. Nine oh six, the time. It's Wake Up, Wyoming. My name is Glenn Woods. All right. Open phones is sour. So it's 888-97-WOODS. That's 888 woods You can talk about what I'm talking about. Change the subject. Fine. I'll just kind of roll with the whole thing. Trigger warning.
2: Warning. This show contains reference to guns, liberty, limited government, low taxation, the cult of climate change, free thinking, cigar smoking, short people, rubber chickens, Karen's bureaucracy, liberal buzzwords, torons, runs, traffic, toilets, terrible jokes, and more. No apologies will be issued. Guest callers may express any opinion they want without fear of being canceled. Unless you're a loudmouth jerk like Dave, then Glenn will hang up on you. Strap in, hold on to your coffee, and feel free to participate.
1: First hour of the program, because I know a lot of you are not up in the 6 o'clock hour, but first hour of the program, I did talk about what's happening in the Trone County Schools as an appeal process is underway, because some books that are considered very inappropriate, and again, I cannot read to you the language in a book or describe to you the pictures in the book, uh, there's FCC rules, and I'd lose my job. But they're being offered in, in Toronto County schools, and some people are fighting against that. There's an article about a couple of legislators, one of them in, in particular is the state of Wyoming does not legislate what happens at your local school, although one legislator is seriously thinking about it after this book has arrived in the schools. That's the Cowboy State Daily first topic of the hour this morning. You can go check that out. And also go back, and after the program's over, this program becomes a podcast. So you can just go back to the Wake Up Wyoming app, free to download, touch on demand, pick your episode, listen to what you want. Now, I did mention that I, you know, I was just having fun with. There's an article, a researcher out of Canada, You Men Who Eat Meat. You're just doing it basically to virtue signal your masculinity. That's all that is. I mean, you're just, basically you're feeling inferior, so you eat red meat is what he was trying to explain. Which, of course, the guy's from Canada, so he has problems with his masculinity. Anyway, but the United States doesn't have to worry so much about that. We have something better. States of America, most powerful country on this planet. And it's not because we have more money, or we're
6: better looking. No because we have something in this country they don't have in other countries. That's right. I'm talking about rednecks. Good old boys with an arsenal in their basement that have been waiting for just such an occasion since 1775. Oh, believe me, foreign troops land in the South, there'll be a line of pickup trucks and NASCARs heading down I-95. Marines will show up three hours later, nothing but beer cans and shotgun shells. What the hell happened here? War is over, baby!
1: That's why Wyoming will never be invaded. But anyway, I I wonder. Now, I've met people like this, and I never understood it. There are those people who worry so much about what other people think. They're constantly virtue signaling. Like uh, many people who you still see wearing masks... Long after COVID, the whole thing is over. And they're still wearing masks. And I have played for you. It's been a while, but there's an audio of a lady saying, well, I wear this because I don't want people to think that I'm Republican. Yeah. People who dress and they choose their car to virtue signal. They choose the house they live in to virtue signal. So many things they do to virtue signal to other people. Now, maybe I'm just not like that. When I, I like, There's a collection of hats I have at home. I like to wear them because I like them on me. I didn't buy them for anybody else's opinion. I don't care what you think or anybody else. I bought them because I look good in them, I think, for me. And if somebody else thinks my hat looks ridiculous, I didn't ask their opinion. I didn't buy it for their opinion. I bought it for my own. And the same thing when I buy a car or where I live or how I dress or anything else I do – I don't worry about what other people think. Some people, though, even think about what the neighbors are thinking of when they
12: go to have dinner. Are you tired of these fancy meal prep companies offering you meals you'd never eat, but at the same time too embarrassed to Uber Eats McDonald's? Introducing Red Apron, a fast food delivery service disguised as meal prep. Just order your favorite fast food, then our drivers will pick it up, drop it in a pretentious box, and leave it at your door. Finally, look healthy and trendy on the outside, yet still be a lazy slob on the inside. Be honest. Do you want to return home from a long day's work to vegan shawarma with tzatziki hummus and beet salad? No, you don't. Sign up for Red Apron today and get back to eating what you really want. We'll even change the names of your favorite fast food dishes so you can feel better about yourself while eating it. A Big Mac meal becomes a sear-sizzled beef on a poppy seed-raised yeast roll with sun-ground lettuce and chopped onion with vinegar-preserved cucumber and precision-cut potato spears. A Crunchwrap Supreme and a Mountain Dew becomes ground beef with basil rounds, romaine leaves, and cultured cream wrapped in fresh shell tortilla with a beverage of field corn and cane-extracted carbonated water and orange juice. Let's face facts. Assembling prepackaged food with a step-by-step instruction guide doesn't make you a cook. It makes you good at following directions. You're hungry. The last thing you want to do when you get home from work is IKEA your dinner together. We'll even send you photos so you can post on Instagram so your followers will think you're more healthy than you actually are. Think about how good you'll look to your neighbors when they see a meal prep box that holds a swine-topped flatbread with tomato basil spread and coagulated milk casein. And think about how good you'll feel pulling out a hot pepperoni pizza. It's time to take your life back and start eating like you deserve. Red apron, like blue apron, but with food you'd actually eat.
1: Yeah, see, this was what happens when you start to virtue signal every little thing and worry about what other people think. Which is why... I, and I even mention this in my book, The Uncomplicated Life. Just don't. Do what you got to do that works well for you, not worrying about what other people think. And you find yourself a whole lot happier, stress-free. Because in most cases, you have no idea what other people are thinking. You're worried about what other people are thinking, but you really don't have any idea what they're thinking. That causes a whole lot of stress, which is why I just don't do it. So when I go out for... um lunch today. I'm going to go get what I want for lunch because that's what I want for lunch. And I don't care if I'm virtue signaling in the right way or the wrong way. That article that I read last hour, well, you people from PETA are eating this kind of red meat because it has all these reasons why you do it. That has a lot to do with virtue signaling and not a lot to do with you're trying to eat healthy because it's good for you. The only thing I do to virtue signal is around this time of the year is the kind of toilet paper I use. It's that time of year again. Warm temperatures soothing and cooling. Leaves changing to a golden color. That crisp smell in the air. And pumpkin spice. Oh yes, pumpkin spice everything. A Pumpkin spice lattes. Pumpkin spice pizza. Pumpkin spice cinnamon rolls. Pumpkin spice candles. Pumpkin spice air fresheners. Pumpkin spice bread. Pumpkin spice soda. Then sure, why not? Pumpkin spice, pumpkin spice. But if you think we've pumpkin spice everything, don't know. We haven't Begun introducing limited edition pumpkin spice toilet paper with a slight hint of cinnamon. Yes, now you can smell like pumpkin spice from top to bottom.
2: Ooh, what's that smell?
1: Oh, you don't want to know. Pumpkin spice toilet paper and pumpkin spice everything else on sale now. We're annoying people. Shop.
12: If I manage to make it through this week. I would like my street jacket to be black leather and my helmet to sparkle. Thank you.
1: 9.20 is the time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. My name is Glenn Woods. I right, open phones, Triple eight ninety seven woods By the way, there's a lot of people that I talk to besides the phone. So if you go to the Wake Up Wyoming app, free to download a trap app store. Just drop that in there, into your phone. And then you can use it to hit chat. There's a lot of things you can do with it, but the chat button... Let you text me while I'm on the air. So triple eight ninety seven woods is the phone number or use chat option on your Wake Up Wyoming app. Headline for you, Top Oil Industry Group Hammers Biden Administration Plan to Limit Fuel Exports. Hmm. Well, I mean, it's not just a drawing fuel out of the ground. It's refining it, too, that we need in America. But okay, the American Petroleum Institute and American fuel and petrochemical manufacturers, two major groups that represent the oil industry, criticized the Biden administration's plan to restrict exports of refined petroleum products, according to a letter sent to the energy secretary. This is where, once again, I, being a capitalist, the the president will tell you, and he said many times, I'm a capitalist. No, he's not. A capitalist would just let these companies do what they do. If they have customers somewhere, sell it. It's not American oil. It belongs to the company that produced it. And they should be allowed to sell it wherever they want to sell it. That way we have profitable companies, which, by the way, helps drive down the price for you when you're making more money. CEO Mike Summers, and Chet Thompson, also CEO of the companies, they They don't want to restrict or ban U.S. exports of refined petroleum products to avoid disruption of the U.S. economy and market, they said in the letter. They argued that restrictions of exports curb production and supply, which would exacerbate the fuel shortages that the Biden administration is attempting to address, quote, banning or limiting exports of refined products, decrease inventory levels, reducing domestic refinery capacity and put upward pressure on fuel prices. In other words, again, let these folks do as much business as they can. Not just locally, but worldwide, because the more they can produce, the better they're doing, the lower the prices can be. The more you restrict it, though, supply and demand, and here's the government artificially cutting off demand. Now, if demand is low, if you you understand you've heard didn't you supply and demand and how it works? okay, here's the government artificially cutting off demand, so what'll that do to your prices? it doesn't necessarily drop them it can raise them in this case because it's done artificially. That's your federal government getting involved once again. Oh, and I do have a story, and I talked about it earlier this morning, and again, you can go back on your wake up Wyoming app to go ahead and take a look at it uh, or to hear what I had to say about it. But there's also the story if you want to read it yourself. Carbon capture, which is what the state of Wyoming is supposed to be doing now, according the governor wants it. Some state legislators want carbon capture in our state. Carbon capture will increase Wyoming electric bills, according to your Wyoming utility companies. Take a look at that article. It's on the Wake Up Wyoming website, but also... When this program is done, it becomes a podcast, and you'll be able to catch that and everything I had to say about it, along with the article there. So once again, let's go ahead and squeeze and restrict and regulate the market, because of what it does is it makes the product less available to you and more expensive as well. And in no way is that good for you, the economy, for anybody, not even the poor people, that they're trying to help the poor middle class that they always say they're trying to help. Bud is on the phone with me. Hello, Bud. Wait a second, Bud. Hang on a second. Let me hit a button again. Try that again. Are you there with me?
11: Hello. Can you hear me? Yes,
1: sir. You're on the air. What you got?
11: All right. Um, Well, I had a couple of things. Uh, The first was... um, that your birthday is on Halloween Eve? Yes. Okay. Uh, that makes more sense to me, that that uh, kids would trick-or-treat on Halloween Eve, kind of yeah. a Christmas Eve sure. type thing.
1: I usually did, my grandpa I did both. on Halloween. I so. did both uh, trick-or-treat on Eve and the day of Halloween, so that way I got twice the candy.
11: Oh. <laughs> uh, Aaron Judge hit was it sixty two or sixty three. Yeah, sixty two
1: is where he's at right now, according to Frank Gambino.
11: Okay, and um, I think those other guys, uh, Sammy Sosa and that were are have been taken off that list because of steroid use.
1: That was my understanding, but again, we'll have to talk to Frank Gambino about it. Not sure.
11: Okay. Yeah, I was. That's uh, I was calling because. Um, um, I, I know those, you know, Maguire and Sosa and that had had similar home run records. I'm wondering uh, what, uh, what he might be possibly able to do with the few weeks left of the season.
1: Yeah, to, uh, yeah. I know that, according to Frank, I talked to him last hour about it, and he said that this uh, guy, now that he's got 62 hits, they're letting him rest just a bit, and then they get into the playoffs, and they'll go ahead and use him when they need him so they don't wear him out.
11: Yeah. Yeah, I, w- I wonder about that because, um, you know, I, I mean, I don't know. It might be strategy to walk walk a guy like that all the time. but right, yeah. uh <laughs> He's uh uh I don't know going for the record I guess so Yeah
1: he he has the record and he, he could go even higher on that record and I hope he does let's see and according to Frank when I talked to him last hour about this this uh gentleman has been he's not on a sudden roll he's been slowly building this record over time consistently Yeah
11: yeah I uh, I wonder uh, you know if, uh, if they if the league does uh testing when
1: the things that's one on of the record. they, they say up. that he's completely steroid free but i bet you there'll be follow-up tests i i think anyway right
11: all right i will say goodbye Glenn. all
1: right thanks for calling i appreciate it oh by the way for those who are virtue signaling and say about what food that they eat aren't you the people who want to eat bugs
2: Welcome to Wiggle Burgers. Would you like to see a menu? Sure,
1: but I probably just want a red burger and some fries. I'm in a hurry and I'm I'm really hungry.
2: You might like the grasshopper bacon bits or the mealworm Arancini. 9.36
1: 9.36 at the time. It's Wake Up, Wyoming. My name is Glenn Wood. sorry, 97 Woods. Sorry, 888-97-Woods, the phone number, 888-97-W-O-O-D-S. I've said for quite a while when it comes to sports, I'm not a sports fan, as you know. I'm sorry, I'm not. I just, I just don't get into it. But for those of you who are, I have so many friends who are into sports, I understand. Sports is an escape. It's where you go to put everything away and just have a good time. Don't politicize sports. Headline for you. Quote, when I hear America first, that scares me," says NBA coach, and he uses training camp to indoctrinate players into radical leftist ideology. Recent associated Press story praised NBA coach Doc Rivers for using training camps to and practices to indoctrinate players. And left wing social justice theory, and to push his support for hand picked liberal Democrat politicians. See, if I worked for this guy, I would go, I know that these guys get a lot of money to do what they do. I would look for a way to get with some other team. Just so I don't have to put it up, I'm here to play basketball. Let's focus on basketball, right? In his October 3rd article, he happily notes Doc Rivers is at ease using his platform as an NBA coach to push his hard left views on players. At work, and to use his coaching time to attack Donald Trump and voters. What was he hired for? Was he hired for this, or was he hired to coach basketball? And by the way, I don't know. Uh, you tell me how his team is doing, because I don't know. The Philadelphia 76ers, and if you wonder why I call it Philadelphia, go there particularly focused on the idea that America should be put first in the minds of Americans where you hear America first. That scares me, he says, because I'm a black man, and that's not including me. Hold on. Hey, stop right there. This is what this guy says. When you say America first, well, I'm a black man. It doesn't include me. Yes, it does. It does include you. the hell is he talking about? I want us all to be included. Good. That's why we say America first. I want us all to function with each other. Yes, that's why we say America first, because we're talking about Americans, and you're one of them. The claim, of course, is a progressive lie. No American first supporters, the story says, claim the slogan does not apply to everybody, everybody of all races. It's not an exclusive white thing. That's garbage. The AP noted that Rivers used training camps not just as uh, the usual time to rehash, X's and O's and daily history class. All of it is good for us, he says. Now, again, I would look at it as I'm here to play basketball. Make us a winning team, coach. News also noted that Rivers routinely plans field trips to advance his progressive ideology. Rivers and the Sixers organize field trips to old, well, different museums, and talks about where he goes. Rivers is thrilled to help his players learn about uh, the slave trade. Well, hang on a second. I want to know if he's going to teach these folks about the slave trade. Does he go to Africa with them? They certainly have the money to do it. And show where slaves came from, how black tribes held slaves. And when white people showed up and wanted slaves, the black slave owners sold their black slaves to the white people. And that's where black slaves came from that were brought to America. In fact, black-on-black slavery continues in Africa to this day. Does he mention that? Rivers also pushed his anti-gun ideas on his players. Uh, The coach told the AP he wasn't very happy with politics, but today he says... We have this uh, separation of the races now. Yes, and who, which political party brought that on? Not the conservatives. The six-year-old leftist coach is an activist off the court, of course, and it talks about his support for Joe Biden, etc., 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 like that. So, all right. I I look at this, and I don't know. Again, you folks out there will have to tell me. Because I don't know. You'll have to tell me whether the 76ers are doing good or not, but I'd look at this and think probably not. And if I worked for a boss that pushed his ideology like this, whether I was a basketball player or whatever else I might do, I would tell him, like, you need to focus on your – I know you're the boss, but you need to focus on your job and what we're doing here. And if you don't, I guess I have to find someplace else to work because, you know, I'm here to do my job, not go through this garbage. All right. Once again, just like there are teachers in your schools who think it's their job to push their ideology on your kids, there are some bosses at work, in this case, a basketball team. The coach thinks it's his job to push his ideology on the players rather than doing his job. And his job is to coach a team to become a winning team not to do this now some people have to politicize everything and the moment they do don't they just sort of you know suck all the life out of it plus uh, so much of in just what little i've read here so much of what this coach believes is absolutely untrue anyway so all of this nonsense he's pushing on people having no idea that he's not saying anything that's even close to being true 9:42 is the time. Wake up, Wyoming. The truth coming up at 9:48. Wake up, Wyoming. Off we go to the icebox. Frank Gambino waiting by. Frank, I'm just looking for some little comedy bit I did a while ago. Not to play this morning. I'll probably do it at another time. Yeah. Uh, it's for what I call Ancestry.com. It's a business that I want to start. Uh, a who? Yeah, you've heard of Ancestry.com, uh, right? Yeah. But every time people go look up their ancestors. It's, oh, I was a king. I was a queen back in you know my past family. We come from royal lineage. We did all of these great things. You know. What if you look at your family history and you were the best they have to offer?
3: We are a bad family. Though. Yeah,
1: it was just horrible. I mean, just, your family history was just the worst possible or just the biggest losers out there. And there's nothing Interesting to report. Now, wouldn't you want to fix that?
3: Well, you can. It would take a while. I mean, I would like to find out, like, you know, who's been removed, like the second removed yeah. cousin. You know, what sure. what did they do to be evicted from Ex- a bad exactly family? Exactly
1: right. See, this is what com does. Uh, Frank, would you like to be related to a royal family? We will fix that.
3: Well... Okay.
1: We go back. I don't, and, I don't
3: I don't want to be part of the British royal family.
1: Whatever you want, Frank. We will go back and rework your family paperwork so it makes it look like you were part of some great royal family. Would you like an ancestor who was a great general that won some major battle that influenced world history? Yeah. In a, in a good way. Yeah. Okay. Then, you know, Frank, I can go back and provide the paperwork to make sure that that person is – you're an ancestor. Okay. Would you like to be related to some current rich guy who's yes, about yes, to yes, die?
3: Yes. I want to be an heir of somebody. Yes, okay. Rich. So I
1: can rework the paperwork so when that rich guy dies, you're his long-lost son. Right. Can you do that for about five or six other people? I, you too? know, I can. And this is what dot com does. So I actually have a commercial here. I, we don't have time to play it today, but I have a commercial here that I made a while ago. For Recessory.com, but just for those people who have a lame family history and would like to do something about it. I think it's a multimillion-dollar business idea, if not billion.
3: Well, then w- what, will you make uh, me your heir?
1: Why would you want that? You're going to be rich off this deal. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But then in order to get the money, you would have to probably kill me.
3: No, I don't have time for
1: that. Okay. No. So I just – I tell you what. I will go ahead and find some rich old man. And as the old saying goes, one foot in the grave and the other on a banana peel. Right. And then provide the paperwork to show that you're his long-lost son. And there's got to be something in the will and so on about
3: that. Oh, yeah. And when when you show up to that little meeting and and everyone looks like – well, who the hell are you? Well, now, since you my little paper here Since you don't that, have
1: the money to pay for this now... No, no, no. I can,
3: I can give you the money exactly. when I get the money.
1: Much like a lawyer, I will go ahead and ask for some small percentage yeah. of the billions that you're going to get. You can
3: get half of it as far as I know.
1: Uh, that would work for me.
3: All righty. High school football, our latest wild preps poll is out. In Class 4A, Sheridan is the new number 1 after their win over Cheyenne East last week. So East Falls to number 2. And the Trona's 3rd, Cheyenne Central 4th, under Basin 5th. Cody is still number one in 3A. They will be at number two Star Valley on Friday. Douglas, third, Buffalo, fourth, and Jackson, fifth. Lovell is still number one in 2A, followed by Tongue River, Lyman, Bighorn, and Cokeville in 1A, nine man. Pine Bluffs remains number one, followed by Shoshone, Wind River, Lingle, and Big Piney. Little Snake River is the number one team still in 1A, six man. Dubois, two, Burlington, three, Encampment, four, and KC, five. College football the Wyoming Cowboys with a road game in Albuquerque on Saturday night to take on the New Mexico Lobos. The folks are three up and three down overall. 1-1 1-1 in Mountain West play after a disappointing effort in their loss to San Jose State on Saturday, 33-16. Goes without saying that the passing game needs to get better, the offensive line needs to get better, and the defensive secondary needs to get better. New Mexico is 2-3 and overall, 0-2 in Mountain West Conference play with losses to Boise State and UNLV. And the Lobos really uh, have gave it to the Cowboys the last two years in games that the Cowboys were heavily favored Cowboys are favored by three and a half this week, and it's a 5 p.m. kickoff on Saturday night. We'll have that for you on K2 radio in Casper and KOWB in Laramie. National Football League, the Denver Broncos will be at home on Thursday night to meet Indianapolis. The Broncos are two and two after a 32-23 loss to Las Vegas. Their last time out injuries are having some serious implications with this team. Outside linebacker Randy Gregory out two to six weeks with a knee injury. Running back Javante Williams out for the season with a knee injury. He tore his ACL and his LCL. Now quarterback Russell Wilson in the Raiders game was 17 of 24 five for 237 yards and two touchdowns but in six drives in the second half the Broncos scored just once for him it's still an adjustment of playing for the Broncos after spending his whole career in Seattle so it's one step at a time
5: obviously it's a, it's a different environment different challenge you know and everything else and um but i think that what what's made it so um um, great here for me personally is with my teammates. My teammates have been just so uh, so welcoming, so so on it every day. Like I said to you guys over and over again, the walkthroughs, the time, the the energy, the the focus that they put in daily. I mean, that obsession that they put in makes it easier for me and and uh, and better for me.
3: Indianapolis will come into tomorrow night's game with a record of one, two, and one in baseball. Aaron Judge of the New York Yankees to the 62nd home run of the year, breaking the American League record held by Roger Maris at 61 years ago. He did it against the Texas Rangers in the first inning last night in Arlington, and the place just exploded. The Yankees, by the way, will be the number two seed in the American League playoffs, and that's it in sports for today.
1: Okay, so are they currently constantly doing tests to make sure gentlemen like him are not on steroids? Well, yes. Okay. That's
3: that's the theory. That's
1: the that's theory. The theory, right. at least. Just want to make sure because everybody's saying, "Oh, he's not on steroids." Oh, okay, okay. But are we sure?
3: What do we? Well, do I these don't think days? we're ever complete. It. We're hoping that there's
1: yeah
3: some kind of protocols that were that are much better than the non protocols. Right. Because so
1: frankly, we're all more. sick of it. Nobody wants to hear that again. Bingo. All right, thank you, Frank. Coming up on some local business, we have to take care. Of. Now, roll into news time. After that, national, local. Update on your weather forecast. Let's wake up, Wyoming.